Hello and welcome to Creekcast. I am Marcus. And I'm Josh. And we are so thankful that you joined us for this thankful Thursday. Thankful Thursday. Josh, what are you thankful for today on I this thankful Thursday? I am thankful for... Uh, <laughs> thankful that church is getting... We're able to regather. Yes. yes. This coming up Sunday, we are regathering. And I am super excited about that. Um, just be able to see people and interact with people and actually have people in the building for worship more yes. than just like, you know, a handful of people. It's yeah. it's going to be awesome. I am super excited about that. Yeah. I am thankful that Planet Fitness is opened and I went out, to, I worked out this morning and uh, it's just good to be back. Definitely hard to be back because it's definitely not where I was two months ago. Right. <laughs> but I'm, I'm glad to be back with that. So that's awesome. Uh, thankful that they're open and social distance is a thing there so uh so do you have to wear a mask when you're working out no good because no. i think that'd be unbearable. yeah well there's people that do it because there was one lady this morning that did it and uh i know planet venice is a judgment free zone mm-hmm. but this lady uh so she, she was working out and even the planet fitness yeah. so they have oh, yeah. the little cleaning stations on the wall where you get your thing and spray your your uh, uh stuff on your t- towel and go wipe your machines down well this lady i get done with my elliptical i was gonna go do the rest of my workout but I didn't wipe my, my machine down. So I go over to the thing and this lady walks in front of me and not in front of me, but gets to it first. So I wait and I'm probably maybe, I mean, I'm probably six feet away, give or take. Okay. She turns around and goes, can you give me some space? And I was like, okay. Now granted this lady had gloves on, had mask, a mask on and was like, I was like, okay, you're just taking this way too far. But like, it was just the way if she said it, I was like, I'm far enough away from you. If you hurry up, we, you can just oh, go yeah. away. But like, <laughs> it was like, oh my gosh. Well, we, our favorite Chinese place opened back up this week. Okay. The one beside Kroger. Like, mm-hmm. That's our favorite one to go to. And so we went and got Chinese last night. They have taken it to like a whole new level. <laughs> like they have put up false walls where you cannot get in there. Like you have to ring a bell for them to come to you. They slide the little card machine out. Oh wow. There's like a little, like you're paying with cash. There's a bin to where they reach in from the other side. Like it's like. You know, I mean, it is Chinese, right? So like, but yeah, I mean, like even when you get the food, like they put it in one thing and close it and then you open it up oh, on wow. the other side and I'm like, all right. That's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we went to Kentucky down under on Saturday and, uh, or Monday and, um, the, there's a little gift shop that you can go to yeah. and, uh, they have the plexiglass. It serves no purpose. You want to oh, know why? Because it's like this high. Because I'm t- a foot taller than it. <laughs> like it means no, it doesn't do anything. That's hilarious. My my whole head was above it, and I was like, "Well, this serves no purpose." But we should probably get into today's quiet time. Uh, we are continuing in Mark. Uh, we are in week forty-one of the Word of Life Quiet Time. Woo woo! And we are in Mark two one through twelve. Yes. Give me one second. You you, you start off. I am a. Uh... We're having some connectivity issues, so I'm working on it. Okay, right sounds good. <laughs> so uh, we kind of, first off, we see that our words and our actions show what we kind of believe. Um, you know, it, the these four men uh, of faith were, talk, were talking about the, the paralyzed man being lowered down to, to Jesus. Um, you know, he's obviously paralyzed, which is, um, and uh, he... Wants to, they want to get him to Jesus because they know that the, he can heal him, but they, the crowd is so big that they can't get to him. So what they do is they get on top of the roof, 
they break a hole in the wall or in the roof and lower him down. Yeah. Um, and, the, and these men's faith was demonstrated by their actions. Um, and, you know, when I was kind of reading this and kind of thinking about it, it kind of made me think, you know, when was the last time my faith was noticed by my actions? Not just my words, not just my, uh, you know, just because of my job, but like right. because of my actions. So the real question is, is when's the last time you tore a hole in a roof and lowered somebody so else somebody <laughs> to be healed by Jesus? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, never. <laughs> never. Has not happened. No, I haven't had the opportunity to, to do that yet. All right. But yeah, this is like one of my favorite stories to talk about in scripture because you just see the faith. And there are some things in Mark that I hadn't really noticed before. Um, like you look at the beginning of Mark 2. Oh, let me actually get it pulled up here. I thought I had pulled up. And it's, you know, when he returned to Capernaum after some days, so he's returned back, he reported that he was at home. Mm-hmm. So he's at home. Like yeah. we never really think about Jesus's home. No, we don't. But there's a few times as we were studying through Mark this week that we see that he's at home. Mm-hmm. You know, and so, and many were gathered to hear him. And he wasn't healing at this point. He was just preaching. Yep. Like we knew the crowds gathered just to see um, the healing aspect of it, to see demons cast out and stuff like that. But they were just gathering just to hear what he had to say. I think that's one of the most amazing, remarkable things in in this passage is that now not only is his actions drawing people, but his words are drawing people. Yep. And how many times do our words draw people? Yeah. I mean, you know, I would say I want to say hopefully more than none, right. But, um, you know, it's kind of like we talked about um, a few maybe a few weeks ago where. You know, our words are one thing, our actions are another, but our attitude be- behind those actions are even even a bigger thing. Yes. And uh, we'll kind of talk about that a little bit today uh, in the next few days. But um, we get so caught up in trying to please everyone, trying to know everything, trying to do what's right, trying to check off our boxes, make sure that we're, li- quote unquote, living the Christian life where we forget some steps. And what I mean by steps is the fact of the actions behind it. Um, and, and not that what you're doing is wrong, right? Not that you're not living by faith, not that you're not showing a bit, but kind of like my question I asked or asked was when was the last time my faith was noticed by my actions? Um, you know, and, and granted your actions can be praying before a meal in public, you know, it can be doing, you know, showing God's love and things like that. But like, when was the last time you did that? Right. And, uh, cause I mean, for some of us, it could have been last week for some of us could have been this morning, you know, but for most, for some, it could be a couple weeks ago um, yeah. or never. Or, yeah. Um, but like God is the best example. And we'll kind of talk about that here in a minute as well, um, where it's showing your faith and showing your obedience to him and following his example. Um, Cause I mean, God knows our inner inner doubts. He knows oh, our, yeah. uh, our questions and things we don't understand. And, and that should comfort us. It should comfort um, us. And, but, but if there is something there that is, or if there's anything that you don't understand about God, which is a lot of things, because we will never fully understand God in this no. lifetime. No, um, not at all. But um, search for those answers. Um, you know, search the Bible or, or ask a mature, mature believer uh, that you know that and that you trust for answers and direction. Yeah, and the key there is a mature believer. Yes, you know you don't need to find somebody that's on the same level that you are. No, nope. or it's not going to really do do that well. But yeah, you need to find a mature believer that can help you out with that. Yep. 
and, and like I was saying, you know, just like God, you know, used the faith of the these four men in this in this in this uh, passage, He can use even our smallest actions and our faith and our obedience to to change somebody's life. Um, these four men obviously changed this paralyzed man's life by obviously allowing him to be healed by Jesus and be able to walk. And that's just one, not only helped the, the man, but also showed the faith of the four, but also showed the power of Jesus. Yes. Um, it was kind of a win-win thing. Um, and uh, it's just kind of like, like, wow. Yeah. And so we see these friends, and I think it's in Matthew where it talks about them as friends. Mark doesn't really refer to them as friends, but Matthew, I believe, does. Mm-hmm. Um, but we see how they... The faith that they had that in doing property damage, let's call it like it is, <laughs> you know, that they'd be able to see their friend be healed. Yeah. And it happened. You yeah. know, they they were able to see their friend healed. And a lot of times we think of a roof as like what our churches or what our houses are like now. Mm-hmm. That's not how a roof was. No. No, it was a flat roof to where people could um, get up there and like dry stuff. You know, we look at David and Bathsheba where Bathsheba was on the roof bathing, bathing, you know, that's where they yeah. had stuff like that. Um, and so it was sort of that place where they could dry stuff. They could put stuff up there. Sometimes the baths were up there, all these things. Um, and so they tore a hole in the roof. You know, we're talking about like a clay with, you know, wheat or just clay with some type of thatching, you know, it wouldn't be very hard to get through it. Yeah. But they were able to get through it. Exactly. So they lower the guy down there, and Jesus sees this man, because let's just be honest, if somebody was to tear a roof in the room that we were preaching in, it would cause a sight, like, you would see it happen. There'd be no yeah. doubt about it. Of course. <laughs> you know, it's like, hey, something, <laughs> something's going on. That's kind of like, so Sunday, I went over to the church to to uh test the live stream to make sure it'd be ready for this Sunday. Right. And uh and when I came back to do the graduation stuff, I didn't want to go through the back door. One, because I knew it would, it would distract Gary. Two, we have people with guns in the in, in, <laughs> in the sanctuary and I didn't want to get shot. Right. So I went through the other way to that was less uh less noticeable. Everybody be like, everybody's here who's showing up. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like this should not be happening right now. Yeah. But yeah, so these guys lower, and Jesus looks at this man and says, your sins are forgiven. Mm-hmm. You know, no, well, hey, like, let's let's heal you or anything like that. It's your sins are forgiven. And this catches people off guard. Yeah. Like the scribes and the Pharisees that were there just didn't know how to respond to this. You know, they didn't know exactly. And they, they question it. They're like, who is this man who can say that his sins are forgiven? Cannot God can do that? Just like, yeah, because I mean, not only is he healing this man's physical needs, he's also healing this man's spiritual needs. Which, at this point in time, for these this crowd, sounds like how? Yeah, how? Like, it's one thing to to it's one thing to heal heal the man uh, physically with walking and what and whatnot, but then to say your sins are forgiven, these people were like, I don't understand that. Yeah, I don't understand how that's possible. Yeah, but which is why, you know, I said what I said earlier, you know, don't like God knows your doubts. God knows your questions and he knows uh, the things that you don't understand. But that doesn't mean that you can't find the answer. Yeah. Um, you know, these people at this point in time didn't have the Bible. They they 
they could ask questions, but I mean, it's a crowd. So like, if you're the, in the last row, you're probably not going to be able to get to Jesus to ask him a question. Real right. Quick. So like, uh, but we have the Bible, we have mature Christians that we can go to and seek and get direction and get answers. Um, and, and honestly, if it's a mature Christian and they don't know the answer, they're going to be like, I don't know. Yeah. But that's a great question. Let me help you find me, it. Yeah. Let me help you find it. Let me see what I can do to help you out with that. And that's why, and that's why we say a mature believer, because yes. uh, if it's somebody that is kind of a new Christian, a new believer, um, they're probably got this, probably some, somewhat of the same, same questions yeah. or doubts or just, you know, misunderstandings or whatever it might be that they don't understand that it's okay to say, I don't know. Yeah. Um, and they're going to probably come up with some, some answer, which is why we get so many different arguments yes. of everything in, in this world with, yes. with this, that somebody just comes up with an answer and they believe it and then it goes off. Yep. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, and so Jesus, you know, here's their heart. Like, how awesome is that? Mm -hmm. That Jesus immediately knows what they're thinking and what they're saying to themselves, you know? And so it goes, well, what's easier, to forgive a man's sin or to heal somebody? I don't know the answer to that. I don't know the answer to that either. (laughs) But Jesus looks at the man and says, take up your bed and leave. And the guy takes up his bed and leaves. Yeah. You know? Like, how amazing is that? And the people were amazed by it, too. Uh, like the end of verse 11 said, or verse 12 says, we never saw anything like this. Mm-hmm. I mean, could you imagine, you know, I was at church one time and we were talking, the, the sermon was on um, Peter and John healing the lame guy outside the temple at the beginning of Acts. And he brought it to the attention of like, you know, could you imagine if we rolled somebody into church that was in a wheelchair? I told him silver and gold. I do not have what I have. I give to you in the name of Jesus. Get up and walk and ground by the arms. And the guy in the hill chair, whale chair gets healed, you know, automatically. And, you know, it'd be like, there'd be different reactions inside this church. Some people yeah. would think it was a fake. Some people would believe that it was true, you know, healing. And some people would think it was, you know, some type of demonic work or something like that. And we'll talk about that later, later on, this on week. the week. Yeah. But you know, it's, we look at the healing of Jesus and the miracles that happen and we go, well, do we celebrate these? Do we question these or do we just accept them as God is working? Yep. Prayer request? Prayer request. All right. Prayer request. We need to pray for New Zealand, for Bible schools and churches to convey a mission <laughs> emphasis among their people. And then a word from our sponsor. Something Cool is more than just a custom t-shirt company. Something Cool is a company that goes above and beyond to serve the servers, the people who devote their lives to ministry and serving others. Something Cool brings together the coolest custom designs, a remarkable buying experience, constant engagement of clients with creative content. Oh, and then we mentioned they provide the world's softest prints on the world's softest tees. Go say hi to Carl on somethingcool.com and make sure to choose Something Cool on your next order. And then our life step. How far will we go to bring someone to Christ? Are we willing to go out of our way? Yes, even taking unexpected initiatives in bringing a spiritual helplessness, helpless person to the Lord. Ask the Lord to enable you this week to demonstrate His love and power to someone in need. Well, for this thankful Thursday, I've been Marcus. I've been Josh. Booyah. Booyah.